Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. We return now to our look at PTSD and a family who was battling something they didn't understand until long after the war was over. When Corporal Jeffrey Lucy, a Marine reservist, went over to Iraq in 2003, his parents couldn't have been more worried. But when he came home later that year, they couldn't have been more relieved. We saw a very proud, a very relieved, a little bit thinner, a tanned young man with a huge smile on his face. He, he was physically unscathed. He, was, um, he wasn't wounded. Unscathed on the outside, but Jeffrey's father, Kevin, soon discovered that there were other wounds and fears on the inside. A fear of spiders Jeffrey had always had came back from Iraq bigger and darker. Uh, he started having hallucinations, um, audio, tactile, visual. Uh, for example, as a little boy, he was terrified of spiders. And over in Iraq, they have these rather large spiders called camel spiders. At nighttime, because he couldn't sleep, he would be searching for camel spiders that he said he could hear crawling in his room. And he had a flashlight that was hidden under his bed. Soon after his return, Kevin Lucy understood that his son was far from unscathed, and the wounds he was seeing that he still doesn't fully understand today were beginning to terrify himself and the rest of his family. His body returned, but that wasn't our son. That was somebody that was so wounded, but it, it was, there was a delay of time um, in b- us being able to see those wounds. His defense mechanisms just started falling apart. And then, all of a sudden, we were dealing with somebody that we had never seen before. When did you become certain that, you know, he had something on the order of PTSD, something that he needed to be diagnosed with or therapy for? It was the day before the first anniversary of the war. And uh, he and his girlfriend were supposed to go to Vermont with a couple of other couples. And instead, he became depressed. He and her had a tremendous argument. And so, therefore, he came back and he just stayed in their home, um, just staring at the fire in the fireplace. And that was when, on that day, a lot of the symptomology just exploded and we begged him to try to go to a VA to get some help, but he was so concerned about stigma. He did not want his unit to think that he was weak. And all of that, including the combat experiences, the stress of being a Humvee driver, um, sort of all together became the center of his world in those moments of depression. It did. Um, so he responded a lot of times by going out on our deck where all you can see is green, um, bushes, trees, what have you. And it was there that there were times that he would just break down silently and start crying and tears would be flowing. He just suffered. He just suffered much more than we even knew. He did share with his sister um, in May that he had picked out a tree and a rope. Uh, And so she shared that with us, and that's when we really tried to give him deadlines to try to go and get help. 
During your son's life prior to entering the military, did you ever have any suspicion that he was suicidal, prone to depression, emotionally unstable in any way? Oh, no, no. You, Jeff was a very fun-loving, a very social boy. When he was growing up, he was a clown. He was a rascal. He was just, he enjoyed life. He really did. He was very popular in high school. He uh, played sports. If you had the opportunity to trade the hurt that your son suffered in Iraq mentally for the bullet you were so relieved he didn't receive, would you trade it now? That's a hard question. Um, We hated to see him suffer. And um, I thought that he had turned the corner. The night before he died, he came to me. And here we have this 5'11 Marine. And he asked me if he could sit in my lap. And if we could rock like we did when he was a little boy. And um, I really thought that possibly he was coming back to us. But then within 18 hours, he was in my lap for the final time when I was taking the noose from around his neck. So would I ask that he have a quicker death? Well, to be true to you, John, I would have asked that he just was able to have a good life. It was horrible to see him suffer like the way he did. I remember over at the funeral cursing God. Why did he give him to us if he was going to let him suffer that way? So if uh, instead of a few hours before he died, if a few hours after he arrived back from his deployment, he had sat in your lap and told you the horrible things he had experienced, got them off his chest immediately, things that, of course, he couldn't tell you. But if he had, what would you have said to him? I think I would have hugged him. And I would have said, let's walk together and let's find help, not only for you, but for all of us. So now our family has become his voice. And we try to do so without any anger, We've had a number of military families reach out to us from throughout the nation. And what has happened is they tell us, we don't want to become like you. We don't want to become grieving parents. And so we try to tell them about the mistakes that we made. And we tell them, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get tired. You're going to feel like you can't do anything right. But don't give up. Don't give up. And never believe for a minute that they won't do it. That was one of my gravest sins. I believed blindly that Jeff would never commit suicide. Not my son. 
But, you know, there are so many. There are so many veterans. They average, they say, 22 suicides every single day in this country. And that's according to a VA report. Something's wrong. Our son, that was over nine years ago, was nine years and a month ago. And we're still seeing the numbers climb. There are so many Jeffreys out there. Kevin, um, so sorry for your loss. And um, I really admire what your family has done to try to help educate the rest of us. Um, And uh, the best of luck to you. Thank you, John. It was Kevin Lucy, father to Corporal Jeffrey Lucy, a United States Marine Corps reservist and Iraq War veteran who took his own life after suffering from PTSD. His very personal testimony provides an end to our extended discussion on the impact of PTSD. Our hearts go out to Jeffrey and all the families we spoke to. This is The Takeaway. I'm John Hockenberry.